Hello, thank you for tuning in to Fort 806, where we focus on the diversity and culture of Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm your host, Sonia Flores, and today my guest is a local transplant all the way from a small country in North Africa, Tunisia. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is Najla Nasiri. Uh, she found a home with us in Fort Wayne, as well as some employment with a local family service organization, a non-for-profit. Mm -hmm. They help immigrant and refugee families uh, incubate growth and kind of adjust in our community. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a bit of a rush. You know, I'm a little sweaty, but I'm good. <laughs> but we, we don't sweat, we glow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for having me, Sonia. Um, no, thank you. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. You seem like a very, very busy person, but I love how involved you are. It seems like you've really kind of um not assimilated but you've really kind of immersed in the culture <laughs> right right you seem yeah. to really like Fort Wayne yes I love Fort Wayne um I came here four years and a half ago um I met my husband on Facebook um yeah yeah and uh it was a crazy story because he was in Mobile Alabama and um we met um uh, online uh, I was in Tunisia, uh, and things just got moving, moving yeah. from there. <laughs> yeah, so he came to see me in Tunisia, uh, and he stayed with uh, with me and my family. He loved the culture there, and um, then I applied for my visa, and I came here. And uh, we chose Fort Wayne because of the diversity mm. um, we found here and because it's like the perfect sized uh, city. Right. <laughs> not too small, not too big. So. Yeah, that's what I really like about yeah. it too. It doesn't seem, it can seem kind of spread out when mm -hmm. you're running late for things, which I kind of always am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I love the size of this place. So he went all the way to see you. And how long did he stay with you? Uh, for almost two weeks. It wasn't long, but he loved the culture there. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And then y'all just, like, kind of went to a new level in your relationship. And you're kind of like, I really like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think my family liked him even more when they... When they kinda, met him? Yeah, when they met him. So... Did they know what to expect exactly? Uh, well, yes. They had this picture of this uh, fully tattooed guy. Oh <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know With this really funky hair. And they were like, just, you know, um, anxious and scared that they're going to meet this, you know, the picture of the American bad guy that we see in movies oh and shows. God. And it was just, you know, um, the opposite of what they... <laughs> <laughs> say like I saw a picture. I saw a picture of your husband, like with your daughter, and I'm like, "Where is he tattooed?" <laughs> like, yeah, he looks like a typically nice man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and they expected him to have like long hair or like crazy <laughs> hair, but uh, none of that. <laughs> you put them on the edge of their seats. And yeah, you're like they didn't know what to anticipate. Yeah. that's funny. <laughs> Did his family know what to expect? Um. Uh, yes, a little bit, but um, they n they didn't know me. Um, uh, they were not as involved with our long distance relationship uh, uh, yeah. like my family was. So they didn't really like um, 
talk to me on mm. like um, uh, through video chat or anything. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what you do in the community and like just your day and how you're doing? You got here and you're positively glowing and just ready to get going. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yes. Uh, well, I just came from um, uh, some yoga. We yeah. did some yoga. It was like um, it was an event for um, uh, in support of victims of crime. Um, and since we have that program offered to refugees and immigrants here to kind of, you know, help uh, share that awareness about uh, what, you know, victims of crimes go through, uh, we organized our uh, uh, VOCA program manager, um, organized this um, event where we go and ha- do yoga. And it was a really, really relaxing I can imagine. <laughs> experience. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, where is the place you work? What's the name of the place? Yes, it's uh, Mani Family Services. Mm-hmm. Um, Amani uh, has been here for almost 10 years or even over 10 years. I never, ever, <laughs> I never heard of it. Yeah. But I love that it exists. <laughs> yes, it's the only nonprofit organization that is completely focused on immigrant and refugees here in North uh, East Indiana. Oh, the only um, one in the area, even. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yes, and it's growing like we started with one full time employee, and now we have like um, 30 That's or even nuts. more. Yeah. That makes me feel really good, though, that mm-hmm. like something like that can grow and just one organization having that many employees like this goes to show just how many people in our own community are immigrants or refugees and like i want to know more yes (laughs) uh we offer different services and we have different programs we have um the substance use uh program we offer support groups in spanish burmese we have our uh, prevention program to help families um, kind of go through, you know, challenging mm-hmm. things here, mm-hmm. um, especially with um, their cha- their own challenges, which is like the language barrier. Right. Uh, so we help them uh, through that, um, uh, and uh, we have uh, the. Um, my mind is not working. Right no, now. that's fine. That's fine. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. Like you can find all sorts of information. I was on the site on mm-hmm. the Facebook page earlier, just trying to get a little bit more information about mm-hmm. it, and I just really enjoyed what I had to see and the event that y'all had today. Yes. With the yoga. I didn't know it was specifically geared towards people who have been through a a crime. Yeah, the Victim of Crime Awareness Month. Okay. So we just, you know, did this in support of all victims of crime. That's really amazing because uh, about 10 years ago, (laughs) I worked at a liquor store, a local liquor store, and I don't mind saying it was Belmont Beverage. And Mm -hmm. we got, me and my coworker got held up at gunpoint. And for a moment, I was thinking the dude was like joking I'm like mm-hmm. Haha, you know because he was like this guy looks familiar he looks like a regular that comes in every mm-hmm. other day and you know just picks up whatever lottery tickets or something but now he was serious and uh yeah he he took our money made us lay down face down on the floor I I was like am I dead now oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know what's gonna happen it was a shocking shocking experience and like to think about it mm-hmm. yeah something meditative or yoga (laughs) would probably impact that weird feeling but yeah it was interesting I would really like to get my coworker on the show to tell the story because Mm -hmm. the guy came back three times 
Oh. And my friend ultimately, like the third time, got shot. Oh no! <laughs> so yoga would probably be really good for him too. But I love that y'all did that. I love that stuff like that is available for people. Another friend was talking about how there's going to be like a cuddle, a cuddle meeting to learn how to properly like cuddle and not allow awkward situations. And I'm like, that sounds awkward wow. though. <laughs> but I'd go yeah. to cuddle. Yeah, that sounds interesting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, and uh, we we help uh, mostly the like the the biggest uh, population we have here is the po- Burmese population. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we offer interpreters. Um, we have different uh, staff members who uh, speak a second language. Uh, so uh, we're just. I think Fort Wayne is blessed to have Amani. Um, we are working just to, you know, to help these families um, uh, no. you know, find this um, easier for them to transition from one culture to another and find the resources they need. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we are very lucky to have something like that, and I wish more people would know about it. And I'm really glad to be informed of it myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready for this or that? Mm-hmm. You get to pick. Oh. There you go. Okay. Somewhere you know, somewhere new. Uh, definitely uh, somewhere I know. <laughs> so between somewhere you know and somewhere... What was it? Uh, somewhere new. you know and somewhere new. You said somewhere you know. Yes, because I'm like... Having this nostalgic time, yeah. uh, you know, thinking about my country and, you know, the places that I uh, was living in mm-hmm. and seeing all the time. So, yeah. There is definitely, like, a confidence associated with going back to a place you've been, mm-hmm. kind of see it with new eyes. Yes. And the nostalgic feeling is definitely comforting as well because you just remember everything that made you kind yes. of who you are they, yes they play a part in your identity mm-hmm. i think so Those sweet memories and i don't know just gives me butterflies in my yeah stomach it's just very um i'm thinking about uh tunisia a lot uh, mm. yeah because i feel homesick uh often <laughs> so uh i can imagine it's mm-hmm. like how long was the flight to get over here? It was like a 16 hour. <laughs> 16 hours. Yeah. And how fast do like jets go? They have to go like what? A million miles per hour. Oh, <laughs> I'm I, I, <laughs> <laughs> But it was the longest flight from Doha, Qatar to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It was like the, yes, it was very long. <laughs> I can imagine how homesick you're feeling. I don't live. I'm not from as far as you are but like my entire family is in texas and Mm -hmm. you know being like we grew up on the border of mexico so it was really readily available for us to go into mexico see family and then just shop and be there so yeah yeah, i definitely understand the feelings of being homesick for another country another culture something that seems a little bit easier yeah especially that i didn't go i didn't get to go back uh Mm -hmm. in four years and a half and now i'm just so excited that finally next year i'll be able to go back and spend some time there so if you're coming because you are um doing your paperwork to become a citizen Mm -hmm. during that time you're not allowed to go back for how many years uh, no, actually, I can go back. Okay. So, um, it's... I, I'm so ignorant to how... 
no it's okay <laughs> yeah immigration is very complicated like it depends on the visa you you have it mm -hmm. depends on so i got i got here through my husband um who was my fiance so i got a k1 visa um it they give you uh, a two-year um uh green card mm -hmm. is temporary and then you remove the conditions the temporary conditions and you get the permanent now i have the permanent green card right. and since i've been here for more than three years i can apply for my citizenship okay i think mm -hmm. i'm just more used to knowing people who are undocumented in america and i'm mm -hmm. thinking that's where i kind of like my brain goes back to like you can't ever leave the country yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. well with the muslim ban uh, and the crazy uh immigration system that we have now and all the issues around it um uh, my country is not on the list of the oh, eight, okay. six um countries who are banned uh from entering the united states but you never know yeah you never know i i hope to the universe that this crazy person in office <laughs> like <laughs> you know doesn't do anything ha rash because i don't think he's done it yet but he you know recently in recent news you know he was talking about closing the border yeah and i'm like my god i hope no one's drinking in mexico when <laughs> <laughs> no one i know is drinking in mexico when that happens because <laughs> it'd still be awful <laughs> yeah you want to pick another token yes paperback or um ebook e huh definitely ebook really yes because <laughs> i'm in college now and all my books are online so and i find that amazing um it's way easier for me <laughs> yeah so you don't I, agree <laughs> i love books but no i definitely see the convenience of an ebook because yeah. i mean if you put it into that perspective of being in school with all the books you got to carry. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a lot more But maybe for like other kinds of books, like fiction books, yeah, I would like the paper copies. Yeah, the so, hard copy. Yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. All right, let's do one more. Truth or dare. <laughs> this reminded me of uh, all the games we used to play in high school and all that. Um, uh truth <laughs> i agree with you 100 you know? <laughs> percent. <laughs> we grow up we mature yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> truth <laughs> i was terrified growing up when we would play truth or dare if my dumb friends would ask me to do something stupid like just go up to a guy and kiss them i'm like i would never <laughs> what <laughs> well i was the kind of person who would do anything oh. so i would always pick uh you pick dare yes <laughs> I would, yeah, I pick dare every time because I'm just, I was crazy like that. What was the craziest thing that you ever got dared to do? Uh, like, do you remember maybe? No. No? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just not remember. Maybe that was the point of the dare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. But pretty, pretty embarrassing stuff. <laughs> I'm sure. I can't imagine. Oh, I'd be mortified doing embarrassing stuff have my pride to think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Najla you go by Naj yes yeah it's uh I like Najla really yeah I'm a very I'm very much a person who likes to say the full name okay yeah, yeah you can call me Najla it's just that I'm just you know a little bit tired of him <laughs> of many people you know not being able to pronounce my name correctly so it's okay, how do they Naj. pronounce it uh, Naila, N um, Najila. Oh, yeah, they. Huh. People like to insert 
I think people, when they can't get their minds around something different, Mm -hmm. their brains kind of instinctively insert stuff where nothing exists. Yeah. Just to make it more familiar to themselves. Yeah. So I really try to uh, not do that. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) All right. Uh, When we met, we were kind of, we were talking online for a little bit Mm -hmm. and, and kind of not surprisingly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're you're probably the third person to do that and the first person to actually like take it seriously and actually mm-hmm. follow through so i'm yeah. very grateful and thank you so much like you seem to be a person of your word and that's very admirable well thank you for um just having this show uh i was looking for like podcasts in for wayne and mm-hmm. your podcast just uh showed up wow and, yeah huh. and it was the only one here really yeah what what platform do you listen on um itunes um soundcloud yeah interesting because like maybe it's the hashtags i put on it but there are like a handful of podcasts but i don't think they're trying to do anything too local yeah there's one other one that focuses on local businesses that are Mm -hmm. opening up but i kind of stopped following them because they did me a little dirty oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I tried to say hello and be like, hey, solidarity, podcasting, yeah. And yeah. they just ignored me. Oh. So I'm like, well, fine. Like, I kind of, like, heard about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped following them. Yeah. That was childish, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, well, is there a loss? <laughs> I know. I don't care about no businesses opening up. <laughs> and I, actually, I really do because, like, I want to know more people who kind of like you who are immigrants who are like just doing their own thing within our community because mm-hmm. i think that needs to have light shed on it yeah and uh i remember when you said uh that you know to be uh brave and to go out there and put yourself out there and mm-hmm. and go places and discover fort wayne um and i just took that advice to heart <laughs> because i joined amani that's what we do in the community we like connect everyone yes. to the resources we have and uh just amazing meeting meeting new people every day um building those uh relationships with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and yeah i'm loving it do they have volunteer opportunities yes i would like to get involved. yes and volunteering at amani is the best because we love our volunteers mm-hmm. um um do y'all ever like participate in like uh like taste of the arts festival that's gonna yeah. come yeah we we participate in a lot of events um, that are like culturally oriented, or they have like diversity in them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is the Burmese festival, uh, the water festival. Huh? Yeah, soon. So what is that about? We're going. Well, I'm new to uh, this whole you know festival life, but um, I think it's like to celebrate the Burmese you know um uh, heritage and culture for me yeah water festival yes and what i heard that it's really fun it's for everybody to go there and just enjoy where's that gonna know. be at i think it's in it's gonna be in fort wayne somewhere i'm not sure so oh i'm sure don't call me on that on this, but <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm coming up sure. fellas <laughs> yeah i heard about it and i was just letting everybody know that there is a water uh <laughs> festival burmese it's called the burmese festival that here sounds really Wayne. interesting mm-hmm. i have to look that up 
Yeah. But that's really good that y'all are going to be able to be at, like, you said, Taste of the Arts. Yes. And do y'all do the Three Rivers Festival? Do y'all have like, yes. a booth there and stuff? Yes. And we do the Arab Festival oh, nice. coming in June. I've uh, never been, but every year I'm like, I'm going to that. Yeah. I want to taste the food. <laughs> yes. Yummy foods. And they usually have, like, uh, um, music. So mm-hmm. they will have, like, either uh, somebody to... Um, play music there on set or a DJ or um, they will have like a group of dancers cool. um, Lebanese Depke yeah no oh, that's amazing mm-hmm. that's amazing every, like I said every year I swear I'm gonna go and something pops up well this year go. you have no yeah you have no <laughs> choice you have to come with me <laughs> I will I will let's go together yeah. I'll definitely go it's June 1st and 2nd okay yeah I have everything it's on, on the Facebook. weekend so yeah yeah, I have everything saved on Facebook. I put interested in every mm-hmm. on everything. Yeah. Like tonight is the um, Teen Pride Prom. Wow. At Welch's. Mm-hmm. And by the time this airs, it'll be over. But like, I mean, I plan on stopping by that for a minute and just kind of like applauding the young yeah. people who have come out and been brave and, you know, hopefully support anyone who might be... Um, having difficulty with the idea of coming out or maybe challenges Mm -hmm. or being a little bit of afraid, you know, just to kind of support that environment and encourage positivity. I think that's important, especially for, like, things are so hard for young people these days. Yeah. I would, I mean, wow, like, you having a kid is really brave. Anyone having a child is so brave to me lately. Yes, (laughs) it is. How do you not, like, worry all the time? Well... You're worried right now, aren't you? Yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm always worried. But uh, you know what? Uh, what I love about this country is that um, it's that you're kind of safe because there is law here. There is like there is a lot that um, people uh, here, law enforcement mm. or like all the just the the resources uh we have here um how like they all they are all um child oriented uh, mm. to protect children to help them you know thrive and provide them with different uh, you know helpful resources from like early education right. to yeah so i'm pretty confident in 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 the system here i guess i never really looked at it from like an outsider's point of view where that stuff would be important because it's always existed to me Mm -hmm. you know did it not exist where you grew up like well it existed but um not so much for uh, children no we have a really good uh system in tunisia um actually we we don't have as much independence uh like for example like um uh, here you're 15 years old you know you can get your driver's license at 16 uh, mm-hmm. and you're like on your way you know to be um, a young adult right once yeah. you have your driver's license in Tunisia you can be uh, 32 and still living with your parents <laughs> and enjoying all the benefits <laughs> that come with it you know so we're not like so um, independent from our parents and oh, okay. our families. So we have that support system. 
here I feel like there is more independence, there is more awareness. Right. So the independence is something that we kind of discussed about a little bit when we had coffee the other day. And you were kind of saying that people are very detached from one another here. Yeah. And I agree to that. Like Mm -hmm. people kind of really want to venture out and do their own thing. I think the idea of a village to raise a child is definitely lost in our culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe not so much people of color's culture, but Mm -hmm. definitely like uh, the American way is is people kind of want to just do their own thing and be left alone. Yeah. And that's uh, that's great, I guess. To a certain extent. (laughs) To a certain extent. But yeah, Yeah. I I do want to come home and know that like things in my inner circle and my family are going to be okay and if anybody needs anything they can let me know and I'll be there yeah and um you know I found a couple of close friends have you found a couple of close friends like that here like uh yes good yes good I think that's important like they don't take that whole they don't keep you at arm's length the way a lot of Americans probably would yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like here um well, you talked about the village concept. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling my coworker um, earlier. I was telling her that you know that village that people talk about here. We have it. <laughs> like it really exists. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> you know because um, like from my own experience, um, uh, when I um, I was pregnant and you know I was preparing to have an, uh, a child here. I was like mortified, uh, mm. like because I didn't know, like I didn't have family here, right. and Your support system. Yeah, that support system. Uh, but then, how people here, like you said, depend on themselves um, so much, and they kind of want to do their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, by themselves. Um, I told her that in Tunisia, the woman when she delivers the baby, uh, her mom first she will move in. Oh, wow. With her life. standard, yeah. Yes, that's standard. Like, uh, the last month of pregnancy, she will be there with her until... And sh- the the mother will, um, after delivery, she will stay um, on bed rest for, like, 40 days. That's, like, the... Minimum. The minimum, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she would be, like, just a queen in the house. And everybody, mm. you know... Good, taking care (laughs) of everything else because postpartum life is very important you know mental health physical health all that and I feel like people here because they're like so independent because there's um, idea so ingrained in in the culture that they don't you know they They feel like it's like a, a sign of weakness but it's not right right and I think that needs to be more socially acceptable because it's ridiculous how many women suffer from postpartum depression Mm -hmm. there needs to be more of an awareness about it because you know I was listening to this podcast and there were horror stories these women murdering their children because they're not properly diagnosed and they're not properly treated so that just sounds amazing we had kind of talked also about like the American feminism versus oh yeah yeah Tuni- like Tunisian Ara- yeah Tunisian feminism yeah Arabic feminism so uh, I come from a country that is the most progressive in the Arab world and we have we just had some great uh, influential powerful women in our history who kind of contributed to our society to the political system we have now so i have that support system of strong women 
who help empower each other Mm -hmm. from my own family my grandmother my aunts my Mm -hmm. um mom my sisters my cousins everybody there just you know have this idea of that we need to be strong for each other Mm -hmm. that we need to encourage each other and you know help each other in any way uh we can so the difference the main difference that i found here in the american culture is that feminism is very limited here um Mm. to specific group of people Hmm. to um like to be a feminist you have to look a certain way you have to act in a certain way so what i was telling you that i feel like they have feminism they have feminist values but they don't have the feminine side oh yeah to the you know right to the concept yeah they're kind of caught up on this image of what they feel they're supposed to yeah dress or or portray themselves Mm -hmm. or like like their attitudes and stuff like that yes and in tunisia like the the I, I grew up to be a fe- like I am a feminist now thanks to my um, like all the women in my life that have you know um, influenced uh, you and impacted you yes increased my self esteem and just gonna um, help me be who I am today yeah that's great that you can you have so many women in your life that were able to influence you and impact you that way because you know it's not so easy here um there's a lot of women who want to seem like they're being supportive and encouraging but it's more of like a dog eat dog world and Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of women here are also in competition with each other Mm -hmm. and it's kind of it's a double-edged sword like yay at least a woman's winning but did you really have to backstab me (laughs) (laughs) yeah you hear about that sort of stuff all the time and then you also hear about like and I'm going to I'm going to get real with it like a lot of white women only want to support other white women. Mm-hmm. And now we have these subcultures of women of color who are starting to only want to support other women of color, mm-hmm. you know. So that's also a challenge cuz like it shouldn't break down in that sense. I, I, like women are women and we have a hard time as it is. Yes. And um we don't need to get ugly to one another because of what our race or nationality is. Mm-hmm. So it's it's something upsetting when you think deeply about it. Yeah, but I love that we um we are awakening as as a country as a here they might have a different um interpretation to the world to the word uh, feminism or mm-hmm. feminist uh but I like that um there is a movement now. Right. You know, that is pushing for a visible movement. Yes, a visible movement. Yes. It's not only women who are trying to um, or feminist women who are trying to change the way uh, things are right now. But mm-hmm. also men are joining in. Right. Um, different groups of women, all like different ages, different races. Right. And I just love that. Yeah. And another another kind of like group that needs more recognition as far as feminists go are are trans women. I don't think that they get enough time to highlight their own struggles as trans women. And I wish I knew more about that struggle. But like, because I'm a woman of color, that's kind of where my where my thoughts always kind of gravitate to. 
But it's all inclusive, though. It's all inclusive under the feminist umbrella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that needs to be recognized. Exactly. Yeah. And feminist feminist uh a feminist woman can be whatever and however like she wants to be Mm -hmm. like she can be veiled and she can be um all tattooed and she Mm -hmm. can be uh a transgender and she can be like she can be anything she wants and that's the idea of like the movement that is happening now yeah I've also noticed, speaking about men who support feminism, there have been a few people in my circle who have, like, you know, come out as a feminist who are male, you know, so that's very uh, enlightening. It's very humbling. And it's kind of like, I'm so glad you're woke, a little bit woke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But be real with it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Don't Uh, gripe if I, I, you know, want you to explain something to Mm -hmm. me, like, from where you're coming from <laughs> yeah because the m- misconception for years has been that feminism or feminist is only like uh for women or mm-hmm. it's only a movement that is you know hating of man yeah or, it's so untrue and it's so untrue we love men we need them in our life mm-hmm. you know they do feed some sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's valid i would like i yeah i know that you know, men provide. We need some kind of diversity, you know. <laughs> we want to be truly aware. Yeah. I guess. I guess. But the real change now that is happening in our societies and our cultures is that um, we are more, awo- you know, more aware mm-hmm. of different issues uh, like a sexual assault and mm-hmm. um, sexual harassment and we are just you know pushing for that change the change in the r- narrative right because right uh, yeah be- some years ago it was you know the woman's fault for right. <laughs> wearing too short uh, yeah. of a skirt or something or like control your urges yeah so at least, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future. And I think that it's the movement that's happening now is amazing. Uh, it's not only impacting the American society or the American woman. Oh, no, it's not. It's everywhere. I see it everywhere. It is happening and in my country. And yeah, a lot of countries are doing a lot better than us right now with it, actually. <laughs> Well, we're doing and shame what we on can. America. <laughs> Don't go like that far, but you know, I'm comparing this and that. All but right? we're 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 doing a lot, and I'm loving the civil conversations that we're having now mm-hmm. about you know this subject that's been silenced for so long you know yeah and uh, it's the time it's the time to talk about it yeah it was all we always it is what it is and just move along like grow up or move on or don't or blame the victim or yeah um no we're not we're not Not going to yes and we are going to keep talking about it we're gonna get organized yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we're going to uh, try to uh, break that uh, stigma right. around this yeah, topic. The silence. Of, yeah, the silence about of it all. sexual assault and yeah. sexual abuse that's been happening for years. Um, Again, at a time. Yeah. Since women had, or since there was an orifice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And we always we always think of like women who are being sexually assaulted. Though, like I know, like I don't know anyone personally, but. 
you know men get really sexually assaulted as well and i think right now the struggle is with the men who need to be a little bit more open about it i think that would shift things dramatically mm-hmm. but you know men a lot of things it's very emasculating and uh, men typically also like scientifically with your brains and stuff like it's not part of them to be vocal about stuff like it's not part of their mentalities and uh, I don't know what that's about <laughs> well um, I think it's the time to for everybody to to everyone. to everyone to uh, break the silence you know and mm-hmm. just um, if they are if like we had this civil conversation here um, recently about sexual assault and sexual harassment and uh, we found out that um, it's more like the, the the work that we need to do now in our societies is changing the narrative from um, well boys are going to be boys yeah boys are yeah. boys from that to how can a boy be be educate educated mm-hmm. you know uh, from an early age not to act or behave that way right you know so god that's the when you really get into it and you think about like learned behavior and stuff and how like rape has existed and like learned behavior like putting them side by side like that it, it's just repulsive to me <laughs> No, mm-hmm. I love that it's a conversation right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helping a lot of people. Yes. A lot it of victims. Is. It is. And uh, like I said, it even reached Tunisia. Mm-hmm. It reached so many uh, Arab countries. Um, recently, um, there has been a movement in um, colleges um, yeah. in Tunisia uh, to um, talk about uh, sexual assault and uh, all what has been happening um, in colleges, you know, and uh, is just uh, a, a product of the Me Too movement and of what's happening here in mm-hmm. the United States. That's why I encourage every American woman to keep fighting, to keep changing the narrative by herself, you know, with what she can, um, educating, um, raising our children in a different way, doing whatever we can to just, you know, change things right right and you're not only influencing or like impacting your um own life or your own society everybody is looking up to the american woman it's a ripple effect yeah it's a ripple effect essentially Mm -hmm. i love that uh another thing that we had spoken about when we were having coffee was kind of um culture shock Mm -hmm. and how you kind of explained how uh it comes in waves like when something like it's never ending <laughs> well <laughs> yeah uh, because i came here and everything was different like the everything everything was different we were more close to europe so i am used to like the european style the european uh lifestyle mm-hmm. um we're very close to like france and french is our second language so oh, wow. um and France and the United States are completely different worlds, you know? Yeah. And um, From what I hear. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so I came here and I had to learn everything from scratch, like from the way I walk in the street to the way I talk to people to the way I handle myself in a restaurant. So I was Whoa. like this teenager, like my husband <laughs> described me as this teenager who is, you know, in a different country <laughs> learning how to do things. So, yeah. Um, the way you walk in the street. Yes, because in my country, we kind of walk everywhere. Yeah. We don't have, like, sidewalks or anything. Oh. So, it's yeah. like, you will see people, <laughs> like, walking between cars, mm. moving cars. Right, like, right, right. Yeah. And we expect the cars to stop for us. Uh-huh. Of course. We're not going to... We are the... You're not going to hit mm-hmm. somebody. And here... They'll, they'll hit you and scream at you and honk at you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Get on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, that was rude. But I can understand. Yeah. For your safety. I'm glad that you <laughs> exactly sidewalks. <laughs> so everything. I had to learn everything. And I can't imagine for the people who we serve at Amani who don't even speak the language. So wow, I came yeah. here and I spoke the language. And I knew a lot about the United States but Mm -hmm. you know people who come here uh, because they were they were resettled you know they were uh, brought here you know you said resettled is that more of a proper way to say refugee yeah because they they bring them from like when you are at the refugee camp you're going to be um, hoping to be sent to this country or Uh like um, uh to come to this country so different organizations that's why i love nonprofit organizations because they help uh facilitate that process you know mm-hmm. so they just help them resettle, resettle. In a new, yes i really like that term better than refugee i feel like people have stigmatized the word refugee mm-hmm. and i think that and the word immigrant too and the word immigrant believe me yeah. like the the image of an immigrant here from what i've heard here in at least in indiana or the, in the four Wayne area that they are people who are here uh because they need to f- to flee some mm-hmm. something or like because they um they are not satisfied in their own countries that's why they seek to immigrate here right oh uh, well it's not the case for so many of us yeah. yeah huh so i'm not here because i have to or i because i like i need to be here yeah. it's not like i i can go back to my country and have uh, an amazing life there anytime I want but it's just because you know of the convenience my husband doesn't mm. speak a second language <laughs> so that lady he can't, yeah, <laughs> he can't uh, move to Tunisia that's why I moved here for convenience you know mm-hmm. I know so many people who are successful you know they had yes. their careers in their countries and they're here you know for families or mm-hmm. uh, just you know to change you know lifestyle or to become you know to live here so it's not always immigrants are here because they They are this and this and this and this Mm -hmm. you know it's not always the case yeah and i feel fortunate to not be um among the ones who you know need to be um in a different country yeah but at the same time um we can just put everyone in one 
Right. Uh, yeah. Like everyone is under the same circumstance yeah. when it's not the case. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I, I guess people don't really take the time to think about what someone's purpose for migrating is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just want to shove everybody in a box. And that's unf- that's unf- that's unfortunate. Well, that's then you add um, you add the media and how it portrays different groups of people. True. And, um, so yeah, but I think from my own experience, the average American person is very nice, and that's what I learned even before I come here. You know, mm-hmm. that American people are very nice and kind. That's like so comforting to hear. Yes. That's really comforting to hear. And when I came here, I met so many amazing people like who accepted me and they didn't care if I had a different religion mm-hmm. or if I had um, a different skin tone. Like they didn't care. I was right. just, you know, and um, it's really, it's really amazing about this country that, you know, people here, um, even though there is still a racism, you know, a racism yes. issue and all mm-hmm. that, but here you're free to do whatever you want you're free to wear <laughs> whatever you want you're free to be whoever you want mm-hmm. you know even though you will get some you know looks <laughs> now and then <laughs> you know here yeah. and there and you will you know you will um get some nasty comment or whatever right. but you're free to be you but you're free to be you um I actually had a friend who uh, moved here for work. Um, she, uh, not here in Fort Wayne, but in um, Seattle. And mm-hmm. she worked for Microsoft for like five years and then decided to go back to France. Mm-hmm. She was, sh- when she moved back to France, she was shocked. She had a second cultural shock, you know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> because, because, like, she is so used to people here not staring at her not you know not she she used to like um if she goes to work like she wears whatever she wants and Mm -hmm. if she feels um whatever that feels comfortable but then she went there and it's like different you know Mm -hmm. people there judge you know based on your appearance what you're wearing wow what kind of brands you're wearing you know so it's different mentality and a different culture wow so not even having that freedom yeah or to just be her yeah or just to like have curly hair she has curly hair like Uh mine and she felt that oh um maybe i need to straighten my hair in this country you know oh my god (laughs) yeah so can you imagine that life that's that stresses me out for her (laughs) so i can't no i can't i don't i can't imagine that i guess that's what i appreciate about this country that you know Everybody can be who they are. Who they are. And there, there's, there's going to be judgment, but they're still free to be whoever they are. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we all need to be reminded of that sometimes because that's mm-hmm. something that I've always taken for granted, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like if you go out in your um, yoga pants and, you know, people will judge you for that. <laughs> <laughs> they will be like, And it's well, as a societal yeah. poll. Like yeah, everyone, like, huh? or if you're not like, um, fi- like fixed up for work or like in a presentable manner, or mm-hmm. they like, um, might want to put some, 
you know, nicer clothes. Tell me to record, yeah. Yeah, actually. Tell me to put eyeliner yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I was, like, shocked when she said that some um, veiled woman mm-hmm. in uh, France cannot get the job. Or when, mm. not even that, like, uh, but the they would go to an interview and they, they would be asked if they would take that veil off of them How, like and oh that's my god that's legal like that's that is no law against There's that a- so that's why i appreciate the united states and all the, the wanna, oh yeah i'm sitting here with like my jaw dropped like, <laughs> well i'm like so many hr flags so many like my yeah i know and it's a developed country. Yeah, yeah. It's a developed country. Like, it's not uh, some third world assholes. country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, so alarming. Oh, mm-hmm. God. So that's why we appreciate freedom here. Mm. Not mm-hmm. only, like, the average white American pro-life, pro-gun person mm-hmm. appreciates freedom. Right. We all do. We all We're do. living together and this society together mm-hmm. we all appreciate the freedom that the right. United States you know I mean the pro-life pro-gun stuff is a little extreme to me <laughs> 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 believe in gun reform and pro and you know for a choice here but but you're right you're absolutely right mm-hmm. like this country is because we're allowed our freedoms tell me something being here for four and a half years mm-hmm. in Fort Wayne by itself or like in America yeah, in general. In general. So how long have you been in Fort Wayne, you said? Um, for the whole time. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Um, what do you, where do you think that Fort Wayne could improve? Well, Fort Wayne is thriving now. Like, everyone I meet uh, who is involved in the community or, like, they are involved. They are um, doing, you know, great. Something, yeah. yeah. Great uh, things for our community. Uh, they are noticing, you know, the um, the diversity uh, of people we have, um, the the potential that these people are bringing to mm-hmm. uh, Fort Wayne. Um, just loving it, and I think that the more events, the more multicultural events we have, the more um, we're opening ourselves to. Um, so many opportunities and acceptance mm-hmm. acceptance yeah. of others um tolerance yeah yeah so you so you think we could just have more diverse festivities and stuff like yeah. that yeah and like there's plenty um, of time in the winter but no one wants to go out in the winter <laughs> <laughs> well i kind of get that because of the <laughs> snow and all <laughs> yeah but um just to encourage, you know, your co-workers to go to events with you. Invite yeah. them on Facebook to go to events. Um, um, ask them if they are, like, interested in knowing about different cultures, mm-hmm. about, like, um, different people. Um, I just love um, some... Um, there are some people who I met here who are very curious like mm. they're very curious about me and they want to know about me and and <laughs> and what languages I speak and and uh what is it like you know um living there in my country so I feel like if we can foster that curiosity and nurture mm. it you know with our circle of friends and with with our um environment I think we can push for like more openness and more tolerance. Yes, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Just 
being open-minded and encouraging of people to involve themselves essentially and don't be afraid to like connect with someone on social media or like um, i mean look at us yeah (laughs) i mean i reached out to you and i didn't even know you like i reached out to one of your um uh guests here on the show and we became friends like yes it's it's amazing how you know she's so cool yeah she is it's genevieve it was uh one of my guests from a couple episodes ago Mm -hmm. human library book yes i'm gonna see her tomorrow Yes, I will yeah. be there. Oh, you'll be there? Yeah. You're going to go and, like, read quotation marks? Yeah. Read people? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. It will be my first time um, participating because I missed the first two times. Right. See? Because I was afraid to go out oh, there. No. And, like, you know, and that's what I'm doing now. Good. Just, Good you know, you. going to any event I can go to. And uh, I'm really glad to hear that. I understand that people here are so busy with their lives and you don't have time for, you know, after work going to this event or that. But just think about the outcome of it. Like, you're going to meet new people. You're going to have some new opportunities to build friendships and, and great relationships. So I think. Essentially, when I had started this show, it was supposed to be focusing a little bit more also, or it was supposed to be including the mental aspect of preparing myself to go out. Yeah. I know that's an issue with a lot of people. They get the anxiety. And I think forcing myself over the past year to participate, that anxiety has kind of melted away. Mm -hmm. And it's turned, it's shifted into like being excited to learn about people. Yeah. And now I'm right there with you. I'm loving experiencing these new things and mm-hmm. I love meeting people. And, and it's like anyone it's like, come be on my show. I, I love hearing people's stories and what excites them and motivates them. So it's an interesting dynamic how it's shifted, you know, and then I didn't feel so much need to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really probably should start including that because I still get anxiety attacks. I, I still kind of see people who need to like recenter themselves at some of these events like maybe somebody I'm meeting up with you know it's important to kind of focus on how to communicate through those episodes so it's definitely something that hasn't held me back since probably the first six months of doing this wow yeah so yeah you 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 are not only helping yourself you're helping others like me (laughs) you know uh you never know who's who's your uh effect i mean right yeah and who is your um listener or like your the person who's going to you know uh, look up to you and do what you're doing yeah and it's just it's kind of like a humbling feeling like you finding kind of like happiness and mm-hmm. wanting to do more it's like that's wonderful and if i like inspire just a little bit about that yeah. you know it's like yeah that's really cool i really yeah. appreciate that thank you well. so what is one thing or a few things that you love about fort wayne um i love uh okay so fort wayne for me is like um my hometown Really? Yes. It's my second hometown. Because I had my daughter here. 
Oh wow! So she like I am rooted. Yes, I am emotionally (laughs) attached to the city. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, like my husband was thinking about moving to a new place. You know, new uh, city or something. City, Yeah. yeah. He's a big fan of big cities, and I was like, but no, we can't. And he was like, why? Well, our daughter was born here. Right. Like, how can you not give her the chance to be in the city where she was born, you know, and mm-hmm. develop that relationship, you know, right. with it? Let her find out if she hates it later. Yes. <laughs> if she hates it later, that's fine. But at least, you know, let her um, have some, you know, um, roots here. Right. And yeah. So I love that feeling. Um, oh, Fort Wayne will always be my... Um, uh, home, yeah. Um, here Re- in the United States, restarting your family. Yeah. Another thing now got me thinking. Um, the first place I landed, um, in Philadelphia mm-hmm. when I first came. So, thinking about you know places, Philadelphia has a really, um, significant and meaningful spot in my heart. Oh, wow! Because. I landed there. You landed there. Yeah, <laughs> and I uh, we took like a um, a tour in the city. Like uh-huh. we went and walked in the city, my husband and I. So it was like that uh, feeling of like, um, wow, I'm like You're really here. Yeah, yeah, I'm really here with him. And so, yeah, so Philadelphia and um, uh, Fort Wayne will always be in my heart as like very important places here in the United States. That's really special. Have mm-hmm. y'all gone back to Philadelphia? Like, not yet. Not yet. Not yet, but... Um, I can definitely see how that would resonate with you, though. Like, landing somewhere. It's significant. It's really significant. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, um, like I said, Fort Wayne is very diverse. I love seeing different... Uh, like, I love seeing different people, uh, different events, um it's not just you know one group of people we have like different religions yes. different mm-hmm. festivals from different countries yep. uh, we have the arab festival we have the greek festival mm-hmm. we have the burmese festival we have the sri lankan festival yep. that is gonna yep. be like uh this Ooh. month as well sri lankan yes Ooh. yes at the um, do we have uh, a laotian one buddhist temple we do huh they do do that duh yeah yeah, I've been there to the temple. Yeah. We have a few temples, they, actually. W- yes, we do. We have, like, three around here? I think so. Uh, in, like, downtown only, I think. I think going There's out so many southeast. temples or southeast. Southeast. Hogland? Hogland? Hogland, yes. That's the yeah. one. That's where they're going to have the Sri Lankan festival. Last so. year, I saw the video that when they were parading down the street. I'm like, that looks so yes, lovely. They do a parade, and they have free food. Yeah, I mean, and the monks eat first. Yes. But it's free food. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just love how what they said. I watched their video today. Um, yeah. I was just, just curious. And the monks said that we love having people come in from all religions. Yep. Just to like join the celebration. Yes. They said that they accept Everyone, Everyone from any religion. And that's what I love about, you know, some yep. people here who are very open. Here recently, I went to a church. Mm-hmm. It was my first time here in the church in, mm-hmm. in Fort Wayne. 
and the feeling of like you're welcome you're thank you for coming wow. thank you for you know even though i i'm not christian but you know that <laughs> feeling of um warmth they gave mm-hmm. me and they were like so nice Aww. and they even like prepared the food so i can eat with them right so it was just a nice experience that um, really like makes me happy that christians were acting as christians typically should act and they're they weren't that they were being inclusive it really upsets me when people how people can be so ugly based on someone's faith Mm -hmm. but that's like that makes me feel really good and i'm really glad you had a good experience because i'm just terrified for anyone who's in whatever way different being treated so poorly i guess yeah. i guess no matter <laughs> i mean in the real world i have kind of a shitty snipey attitude and personality where i'm just joking constantly and just but like ultimately in my soul it's like i feel like a humanitarian and just to know that people are being kind to one another is and let me tell moving. you like i said from the beginning people here um they're not as bad <laughs> as what they're not as you bad know? as we believe them to be <laughs> yes or not even us but um whatever like this image that they have on social media or uh-huh. on um on the media they're not that bad like if you get to know them if you get to break through that wall mm-hmm. of them being scared like afraid because it's fear it is what's not allowing them to you know to accept other people i think it will be uh you know uh, an amazing relationship with them um and i'm trying to kind of work on my um on this you know and trying to be more mindful Mm -hmm. of this um attitude of it's okay if you're different than than me. If it's okay if you don't share my political beliefs, views yeah, or like or beliefs, yeah, I can still see beyond that, you know, and have this human relationship with you. God, you know? that's challenging, though. You know, it is. That's not, that's just <laughs> so challenging you. and exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But that's but, amazing that you're doing that because not many people do. Because it's very easy to uh, dehumanize the other person and to like say they're this and that, and mm-hmm. but what's harder is to look beyond the all our differences and just you know look at the things we share, yeah, um, the things we have in common, uh, which is you know living in this beautiful community mm-hmm. that I call home today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I wish I could be more like that. I'm headstrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia! I want to be more like that. I need to be more like that. I need to manifest positivity and, you know, see beyond the differences. Yeah. And not dehumanize exactly what you were saying, somebody, because, you know, I don't agree with something that they support yeah like i have um an example for you um have you heard of a vow advancing yes Uh, yes so um that organization is working on this it is a bipartisan organization Mm -hmm. so they're working on um joining you know the voices of women from both sides oh wow both political spectrum you know right and um 
they're having their next civil conversation is going to be about Republican women, Democrat women getting together and talking about issues that only affect women, you know, women issues right in both political parties and that's awesome it is that's awesome. like bringing two different people on the table and telling them okay so i know you're different yeah. very different but let's work on um solving solving the problems and the issues that we share as women right so it's just amazing the work they do and um i'm looking forward for it and i'm gonna go and right. be there a vow is advancing the voices of women. Mm-hmm. It's usually just kind of um, debated topics yes. between women in our community mm-hmm. and women who have kind of have these esteemed position within our community. Yes. Um, so On if, different subjects like they... Right, right. Um, so they do have a Facebook. And if you'd like to follow, it's A-V-O-W. Mm-hmm. And uh, I suggest everyone kind of take time to to go and listen. I haven't actually had the time myself. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I need. To, <laughs> uh, there are a lot of things I need to work on. I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> yeah, their um, meetings usually from uh, five thirty to seven thirty. Um, it's amazing. Like the last discussion we had about sexual assault and sexual harassment, mm-hmm. it did me good. It made me so, it made me feel so empowered. You probably saw my Facebook post about it. That, because I had to say something to Hmm. the American women who are working so hard to, you know, to keep on doing what they're doing for, you know, all women. And I told them that you're not only affecting, you know, your, your own societies, you're affecting people in different worlds. And I just felt that's, empowering and we can never do uh, or say enough and just you know stop okay we got to where we need to be no yeah we need to keep going yeah it's an open dialogue yes it's we need to keep fighting that's really amazing we need like that's that's the whole point we need to keep talking about the uncomfortable subjects and the just to make that change and change doesn't happen overnight i really believe in that it's an ongoing conversation and it takes a lot of time time so (laughs) real change takes a lot of time real change does take a lot of time and you hear it all the time of how things today would not have been acceptable even you know two decades ago as soon Mm -hmm. as two decades ago things that we've come through that was 2000 and that was my dog barking in the background. <laughs> I think she misses you. <laughs> eh, that dog. She's having separation issues over the past few months. Oh. So she's uh, she's been on my heels a lot lately. Oh. <laughs> I need some space. Are there any uh, Are there any shout outs you want to give? Say hi. Yeah, or shout out to uh, my friends and my new family at Amani Family Services. We are. I really feel like they're they're my second family. Um, we are doing amazing uh, work here in Fort Wayne, um, and I just wanna thank everyone who believed in me and who, give you know, they they are giving me this opportunity to just you know um, do the work that I'm doing in the community and reaching out to people. Um, Irene, our executive director, mm-hmm. uh, she has been awesome. Uh, 
helping us all grow and um, reach our full potential. Because nice. that's what a great organization mm-hmm. does versus, you know, a good organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, a great one versus good. Yes. I love that. I love hearing like, about good leaders. I love yes, it. like, you know, being a leadership, being a boss is easy, but being a leader, a real leader of an organization and um, making thrive and make everyone who works for that organization thrive um, and just be their best version, you know, yeah. is what our executive director doing i love that i appreciate her so much with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes please join us let's do it yes you will love our uh <laughs> amazingly diverse group of women uh we have our clinical director she's from poland i'm oh, from wow. tunisia uh our uh, substance use uh program manager she's from mexico wow. uh and uh Just all over the we place. have yes all over please our financial director she's from india like so cool we are, yeah, yes I be friends. we are <laughs> <laughs> well it. you already are because i Yay! told them a lot about you <laughs> so <Cool>. yes <laughs> anyone else how to say hi to your husband or your my daughter? husband <laughs> <laughs> what's up hi um yes i want to say hi to my little one she's in school right now <laughs> all right well we've come to the end of our show here Thank you so much, Najla, for being here. Well, thank it you It means for a lot to me. me. I love talking with you. Thank I can't you. wait to see how our friendship just develops. Yes. Very excited about mm-hmm. it. Once again, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please subscribe on, on iTunes or any of your podcast broadcast platforms. If you have anything or any topics that Fort 806 should touch on, or if you're brave enough to be a guest on the show, I'd love to listen to anything you've got to say. Even if you want to be challenging with me, let's do it. I might, you know, I was a, I was raised to not talk back, so I might not be that great of, <laughs> <laughs> of a debater, but, you know, I'll listen. Um, <laughs> please don't debate me too hard, though. Uh, you can message me on, on our Facebook page at Fort 806 and the Instagram page, or you can email me at thefort806 at gmail.com. As always, friends and family, uh, we'll see you out in the fort. Thanks, Najla. Thank you. (laughs) Bye, guys.